Welcome to Wyoming Valley Church's podcast with Pastor Todd Walker. Continuing our series of podcasts called Harder Things, we want to continue to look at Ephesians 6. We've been looking at that for the last several weeks in our Sunday sermons. This past Sunday, Pastor Mel Walker spoke to us on Ephesians 6, verse 16, and that's the passage we want to look at today when we talk about the shield of faith. So I actually have Pastor Mel with me today, and we're going to talk about this verse together. And I think it's a very interesting verse because although it's really important what it says, it's also telling us really Uh, an important thing to do. And that's really what we want to talk about today is the action step that we find in verse 16 of Ephesians 6. And I'm going to read the verse so we know what we're talking about, and then Pastor Mel and I will just discuss it. This is what it says. In all circumstances, take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one. Now, if you've been with us for the past several weeks, we're talking about a really important spiritual battle against a really strong enemy, the devil. And We've been looking at several pieces of armor. Now we find ourselves talking about the shield of faith. And Pastor Mel, this past Sunday, you spoke about the shield of faith and exactly why it's so important to have a shield, what fiery darts mean. You talked about a lot of good stuff. And we're not going to have the time to look at every single aspect of that again. But I want to look at the idea of this action step of actually putting on the shield of faith. Because according to Paul, he says, if you have the shield of faith and use it, you can extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil one. And that's the harder thing that I want to talk about today is how do we have the shield of faith? How do we use the shield of faith? And how do we see, take hold of the promise that Paul is giving us that we can extinguish every one of his flaming darts? So the reason, or the way I want to start today is by asking you that, is take up the shield of faith and extinguish. Is that one action or would you say that's two actions or could it be both? Well, hey, everybody. I'm glad to be a part of this with Pastor Todd today and uh, hope that the message on Sunday was a blessing and encouragement and maybe even a motivation to all of us. Uh, yeah, I think I think maybe the, the answer is both to that question, Pastor Todd, and that is, I, I think it's important to understand, I mean, in, in, the, in the introduction there, you, you kind of like ask three or four questions at one time, but like, like the thing that I emphasized on Sunday, and I want to emphasize it today as we get started, that it's important to realize that in this passage, when Paul and when, when God is talking about the shield of faith, the word for faith there, as, as I mentioned on Sunday, is saving faith. It's not just an external confidence or a feel-good confidence. So so where does this start? It starts by by making sure that um, that we have eternal life. I talked about 1 John 5.13, but these things are written that you may know that you have eternal life. So I think uh, that that's where it starts, is to have that confidence. And don't forget that God's Word can give us the confidence. Again, mm-hmm. Romans, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. So I, that, that's an important thing. Um, can I give an analogy, I Please. think, about, about this verse? I think an analogy... And I mentioned kind of just in passing, I've never been in the military, but the a- analogy in this whole passage is warfare. So, so let's just take, like, if, if Pastor Todd and I are going to go into the Marines, you know, they're going to take us to uh, Paris Island or boot camp or whatever, and they're going to teach us about warfare. They're going to teach us, they're going to get us in shape. They're going to get us, uh, help us learn the weapons and so on. 
uh, and, and do all of that. And we've all seen the movies about special forces or, again, the training is just incredibly difficult. But that means you're prepared, you're ready, you have the weapons. And, but that doesn't mean that, um, that, that battle is happening yet. Mm. But then there is a time in life where Marines uh, or soldiers are going to be deployed. And you are in warfare, and you have to use your weapons. And so the Bible is clear that we are in a spiritual battle. So we better be prepared. We better, first of all, have, have the protection because we're saved and we have that confidence of eternal life. Mm. But then we know how to use it. And so I think it's important in this passage to go back to passages like in Romans 10, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God, and that is to make sure that we have a soldier's discipline to get ready to study the Word of God, to meditate on the Word of God, to uh, you know, daily devotions, perhaps even some you know memorization of God's word, so that when the weapon or when the warfare comes, when God's uh, when Satan throws the fiery darts, we're not distracted. We can use the shield of faith then because we've we know how we've mm-hmm. had that training, we've had that discipline, we're saved, we have it, so that we can use the shield of faith to extinguish those fiery darts so that those things don't end up being the thing that distracts us from other things or the thing that actually hurts us from within inside. Yeah, it makes sense. So there's two things, just to clarify, that you say are important even before we put up the shield to extinguish. Number one is you have to have saving faith. Amen. Right. Okay, you have to turn to Jesus. You have to trust in Him. You have to have the confidence of eternal life. There is no shield without that. Right. Okay. And the second thing is you need to have the training, the disciplines necessary to learn the Word of God so that you can use it in battle. So you're saying we don't just aren't thrust into battle. No warrior is. Right. There's a boot camp. There's a training. There's a sitting before the feet of Jesus that is implied in this. And that is re- both of those are crucial to actually using the shield of faith. Yeah, those illustrations that I used on Sunday of like, multiple soldiers on top of the wall with the shields that were interlocked or at least that fit together uh, you didn't you, you don't just take some schmuck up there that doesn't that isn't ready you take trained warriors right. that know how to use the shield of faith right. and and the even the shield itself was prepared ahead of time i talked about how those shields were oblong they were long and narrow door like and they had coarse leather hmm. around them that would deflect, that would that would not allow the arrow to penetrate. And then they were soaked in water for hours so that that would literally extinguish take away the fire. The, the darts and the, and the the darts would just drop harmless. So let's use that as an illustration. Hmm. We're we're under attack, and and Satan's fiery darts of pride or lust or other sexual sin or even like anxiety or hurt or doubt or, or whatever when it comes take up the shield of faith use those things to get our shield up and and to drive back into the word of god because god don't forget that god's word is also our our sword our two-edged sword that is our offensive weapon mm-hmm. too and so let let's not succumb to satan's devices we have a <laughs> we have the scouting report that i talked about we know what the enemy's going to do so let's not be surprised, let's not be distracted, uh, but let's get our shield up, and we have to have the shield, we have to know how to use the shield, but then get it up, 
Right. And uh, again, fill our minds with the Word of God like like James 3, 13 through 18 talks about. Fill our minds with heavenly things that will able to lead to confidence and faith and a lack and no confusion well and there's the discipline and there's the analogy you, you can't just put some guy on the wall with a shield it's some guy that's learned how to use it who's a warrior who's trained himself and prepared himself but at the same time he's got to use the shield properly right. okay he doesn't just stand up there right. and say i'm a good warrior i can't be hit no <laughs> put your shield up warrior like you've been trained to and so there's there's an aspect that you can see in the, in the passage in ephesians 6 he says take up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish but you still must use it properly. So there's the idea of knowing scripture, disciplining yourself to learn truth, but then, and we have an illustration of this in scripture, you have to use it properly. I want to take an, a hypothetical situation. You said whatever sin or, or area the devil is attacking, um, he probably knows us specifically by learning us and things like that, where we're weak, where our pressure points are. Let's say he's taking one like anxiety and wants to use it against us. How do you combat that in the moment when you know, I, I think when I've been attacked like this, it's almost like I know it's a lie, but I still have to fight it off because I am, I am apt to worry. I'm apt to be anxious. And I have, like you just said, I, just have, to, I have to recall scripture. I have to recall the promises of God. And the one I'm thinking about in scripture is where Jesus in the wilderness with the devil doesn't just fight any way he wants, he says three times, it is written, it is written, it is right. written. Amen. Yep. So he had already learned it, yep. and now he's using it. So I want to think about that in a, in a hypothetical scenario where the devil's attacking you or I or anyone listening with a specific thing he knows we're apt to fall in. Yeah, let's talk about that for a minute. Like, okay, like even that illustration of, of Jesus himself, who was God, don't don't forget that Jesus in that passage, Jesus had just finished uh, a, a a time of extended fast. Right. Forty days. He, he he was weak. He and Satan knew, or knew enough to know that okay, I might be able to beat him this if, is if he's vulner, vulnerable. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so I think it's important first of all to realize that all of us have to realize that there's areas of vulnerability. I know, I know what mine are. You know what you, yours are, yeah. and and there is a passage that I love in Proverbs chapter six that basically says, this is Mel's paraphrase, but basically says, uh, again my paraphrase, and that is if you know that is an area of temptation, then don't go there, right, and don't don't go there to somewhere that would, and it could be a person, it could be a a, a time period, it could be a place, it could be. It could be a thing. It could be something that you put into your mind. First of all, don't go there. Second of all, if you're in in the battle, and and again, Satan, we know the scouting report. Satan is going to use those fiery darts. As that happens, God has given us our our will that that don't let those things then control us. Like make sure that 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 we take that time to go back to the scriptures, to fill our minds with the word of God, because that's going to give us peace. That's going to give us confidence. That's going to give us faith. We have that, we have that weapon yeah. uh, that, that, God, that God has given us, and we can put up our shield of faith, mm. and we can. Uh, it's, I mean, it's pretty, pretty clear. We can extinguish those fiery darts. So there it is again, discipline. Discipline 
to know the Word of God, maybe even as far as this, discipline to know where am I weak and where do I need extra help. I mean, there's so many analogies and illustrations you can use for that, but where am I weak? Where am I apt to fall? If it is anxiety or is lust or something like that, shouldn't we surround ourselves with the tools that can help us fight it off when the attack comes? And that's how the devil works. There's a really loud motorcycle going by. But that's how the devil works. He, he takes what we're weak in and he, he just dangles the bait. Because he can't actually make us fall. Right. But he dangles the bait. He finds out where we're weak. He finds out when we're weakest. Right. Like what are the opportune times? Like Jesus, 40 yeah. days without food. Yeah. He's not a weak man. He's a wise man. Yeah. But 40 days without food, I might be able to get him with bread. Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> and that's the first temptation. Yeah. And so this battle takes thought. It takes discipline. It takes mind homework. It takes discussions like this because I think the devil's doing that. I, I don't think he is haphazard. I don't think he's random. I think he finds out, he learns, he watches tape, if you will. You brought up the, the illustration the, of that. The scouting reports, yeah. He does. finds out where we're weak and then he dangles the bait necessary. So you and I have to yeah. target this. Yeah, Bible, Bible says the devil's the prince of the power of the air. He's not omnipresent and he's not omniscient. But he is strong, he is powerful, and, and again, he, he loves to figure out where we're weak. He can't take away our salvation, he can't, but he can get us to doubt, and that, that's, that's one of the big things. And he can get us then to succumb to those sinful habits that we can extinguish mm -hmm. with, the, uh, with, the shield, with the shield of faith. We have the weapons to be able to do that. So honestly, this is a very simple process. As far as I see it, we're, we're, we're highlighting three steps. Step number one is the big one. You have to have saving faith. We're talking about saving faith primarily here. There is no battle against the devil because he doesn't attack anyone who he already owns. You have to have saving faith. When you do have saving faith, you are in this battle because the devil is targeting you specifically. But you also have the tools and the armor and the promises of God to fight him off. Right. Amen. Second of all, you got to be trained. Right. Every Christian knows this. As soon as you're saved, you have to learn how to discipline yourself. Get yeah. before the Lord. Learn how to pray. Yeah. Get with the church. Without disciplines, what are we talking about right. here? This battle is not going to be won. Right. right. I think it's um, important that we emphasize, and you just said it, Pastor Todd, and that is, yeah, the, the church. I emphasize this on Sunday. We're not in this battle alone. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And and if anyone's listening today and you're in a struggle against one of Satan's fiery darts, then there first of all is get your shield up. First of all, get in the word of God. Right. You have the weapons. But then also, maybe equal to that is that there are people that can help you in that battle. Satan loves to isolate yes. Christians. Yes. And when we're isolated, I said it emphatically, you will lose. Right. There are people, that's what the, the accountability of a local church. So make that commitment. Find people in the body of Christ who have gone through this, who have, who have won the victories in the past. There are people like yeah. that out there in the body of Christ. And, and again, we, we know the ending. We've read the end of right. the book. We win. Yeah, right. we win. Yeah. But along that way, you still have to do the you necessary steps. You still have to steps. do, right, exactly right. And I like what you said. Take your shield, and if it's that connecting idea, connect it to someone like that. Yeah. Who are those people in the church that can help me and disciple me and mentor me and, and yeah. fight next to? And 
even their life experiences yeah. to say, wow, they've been there. Yeah, chances are there are people yeah. that have the life experience that yeah. that, that people that, that God is big enough to bring in, into your life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And third of all, we have to recall what we've learned. And I know that's a tough one for no matter what age you are, if you're a young adult or an adult or uh, a senior, whatever it is, there's this recalling step that I believe is the not owning a shield, because owning a shield still isn't enough. The idea is the shield is up in the air, the arrows are flying, and your shield is ready in position to block those arrows. This recalling of Scripture and God's promises. Do you remember when he told in the Old Testament, write it on the doorsteps, you know, yeah, write yeah, it yeah. all over the place. Deuteronomy 6, yeah. Put it in your mind somehow. Put it on your phone. Put it on your yep. mirror. Put it in your car. Talk about it. These are your weapons. Yep. If you don't recall the promises, then what good are they? Right. That's, there, there's a verse in, in 2 Corinthians chapter 10. 2 Corinthians 10.4 says, For the weapons of our warfare are not fleshly, but mighty in God for pulling down strongholds, mm. casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God and bringing every thought into captivity, every thought into captivity to the obedience of Christ. And that is, wow, that, um, that, is that classic passage, 2 Corinthians 10, that's really good. 4 and 5. That's that classic principle of replacement. Get rid of the negative thoughts by bringing, by our will, bringing every thought into the obedience of Christ. Mm. That's the action step that I wow. think uh, that's really good. Ephesians 6.16 is talking about. That's how we win. The weapons of our warfare are not fleshly. Wow. We don't have to fight this on our own. And, and I would encourage people, honestly, like that's a verse to memorize and to put that into your mind. So, so again, God's given you the weapons. Use them against yeah. the fiery darts of the, yeah. of the enemy. That's really good. So discipline. Fight with the church. Do the necessary steps, like you said, to, to fight off these attacks. And the third one that you brought up that we should probably just put at the end here as a nice little end cap is don't give the devil any more weapons. Right. If you're weak in an area, don't go there. Don't go there. If right. it's lust, don't watch <laughs> movies or things that's going to put more exactly. more weapons against you. This, this just makes perfect sense. And so take all of those things. That is how you not only own the faith, because that's we have saving faith in Christ. We already have the faith. But how we use it and how we extinguish his darts today, tonight. Because he is going to attack. We've been told that. This battle is going to rage on until the end. So there's not an option except put the shield of faith up. Do it together. Discipline yourself. Don't put yourself in harmful situations. Yep. And we can, and here's the promise, we will extinguish all the flaming darts of the evil yep. one. Is there anything else you want to say to that end? No, I think, again, I, I, I mentioned this, you know, Psalm, in Psalm 119, you know, it says clearly, the word, thy word have I hid in my heart that mm -hmm. I might not sin against thee. God can and will help us resist and help us quench, help us extinguish those fiery darts. The darts are real. Fire can can yeah. burn us down. Yeah. Burn us down from within if we're if we're distracted. And uh, we we have again we have the weapons. We have the defensive and offensive weapons. Yeah. Amen. Well, that's it for today. I hope this has been a blessing to you. We'll continue on in our series of podcasts through the spiritual warfare battle. But I want to thank Pastor Mel for joining us today, and thank you all for listening. We hope this is a blessing to you. 
Thanks for listening to the Wyoming Valley Church Podcast. Join us for worship Sunday mornings beginning at 1030. We're located in the Dolphin Plaza on Highway 315 in Wilkesbury. Learn more about us at wyomingvalleychurch.org. Wyoming Valley Church, a place where all are welcome.